Hello and welcome back to Yay Basketball, the basketball game show. Monday, August 29th, 2022, recording live from the Yay studio. I am your host and producer, Michael Padilla. Along with me today, I have one, Bob Aldrit. Yay, Bob. <laughs> and one, Justin Moore. Hey there, everybody. And of course, our resident statistician and historian, Trey Dishner. Hello, my friend. Hello. Happy to be back. How are you? I'm great. How are you, Michael? I'm great. Thanks, bud. Yeah. Glad we established that. Thank you so much for joining us, everybody. We do appreciate it. As always, everybody, be sure to like, subscribe, rate five stars, share with friends, and follow us at yay underscore basketball on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram. Add me on the ground. Uh, last week, we played What Did He Say, Pick or Roll, and a new segment called The Crossover, in which we uh, we learned that LeBron's extension was actually a 72-year $1 deal. <laughs> um, it was a great episode. A we had a lot of fun. Uh, be sure to check that out if you have not already. Real quick, this is the Yay Basketball Game Show after all. So, Justin, can we get a scoreboard update before we dive into our games? We can. Trey, me and you started our comeback okay. last week. You are still in last place, but bop by as Bummer. many as you were last time. You have 2,400 points. I am in third place with 2,690 points. Michael and Bob both lost, but Michael's at 5,535. Five points while Bob is still in the lead with 6,105. Oh, gross. Coming after you, Bob. <laughs> now, hold on. Oh, okay. Sorry. Go ahead. No, I mean, that's what happened. That's what it is. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> cool. So, uh, we, you know what we're aiming for. So, what's the dis- difference between us? Ooh. Should be three, should be 600 and it's less than 600 points. Really? Mm-hmm. It's 570. Okay. Yeah. Oh, question your math there. It's all good. Yeah. Uh, okay. If you want to keep track of all of our game picks as well as chat with us, uh, give us game ideas, uh, ask us questions, all that good stuff, hit the link in the description of this episode uh, to join our chalkboard group chat. Uh, it is a fun and free way to support the show. So we hope that you do that. One last thing before we get started. We just launched merch. As you can see, we're all wearing it. We've got a mug. We've got a phone case. Looks like that. Uh, if you're listening, of course, just imagine a really cool phone case with our logo and the first round draft pick uh, decal on the back there. Uh, go to yaybasketball.com to get yours and become a first round draft pick. These uh, exact items will never be printed again. Uh, you have until Monday, September 5th at 10 p.m. Central Time to yes. grab your YB gear for now. Uh, yaybasketball.com, yaybasketball.com for merch. Okay, plugs are done. Let's have some fun with everybody's favorite game. What did he say? Not a game. That's right. It's what did he say? The rules for this game are very simple. I will play an audio clip of an NBA personality, player, coach, or analyst. It will be your job, Justin and Bob, to work work as a team to guess who or what that person is talking about. Uh, each correct guess is worth 100 points. It, actually, no, you know, before we get started, I, I have an offer to make you, gentlemen. Mm. If you accept my offer, all of today's What Did He Say clips will be worth 200 points. Okay. But you must get 
all of the questions correctly to receive any of those points. I don't know. Uh, if you do not accept today, today, uh, the what did he say clips will be only worth half points at 50 points per question. These are ooh. normal what did he say clips. Nothing extremely difficult or challenging. Uh, I just thought we would spice things up here at the end of the month since we all got a little closer in our scoreboard standings. That's fair. May I ask a question? Yes. Um, are, are there any twofers? There is a twofer. It's it's nothing again. I accept your challenge. Given the recent success you guys have had, I would feel confident if I were you. Mm -hmm. Howie Mendel, we're gonna have to go with yes. We okay, accept. we've got a deal. We got a deal. Sounds good. Well, then uh, with question one here, who is Woj talking about in this clip? He was never going to do what Ben Simmons did in Philadelphia last year, and that's sit out training camp, uh, sit out the season in hopes of forcing a trade. Who is Woj talking about in that one? Well, um, do we need to deliberate at all? I don't think so. I think we're okay. All right. Why don't you go ahead and say it then? Okay. Uh, one, I believe Kevin Durant um, because he, he wanted to be traded. Um, I, that was the only real big dispute going on. So that's that would be that would be my my answer. Um, yeah. I don't I don't know if that's true, but if it isn't true, then do we even need to play the rest of the games? <laughs> <laughs> you would just receive True. all the points for all of them anyway. Well, I mean, we're going to uh, do it either way. Uh, okay. Locking in KD? Sure. Let's see. So. Kevin Durant is staying with the Nets. Yep. Yes, he is. He's talking about Kevin Durant and how the Nets bet on his love of basketball and the unlikelihood that he would sit out to force his trade request. Um... This was breaking news the day after we recorded last week. So we were, it's been, you know, this is a little bit of a, not necessarily break, it is broken news now. Um, but Kevin Durant is re-upping with the Warriors, staying with the Warriors. Uh, what? Oh, really? With sorry, the with, the, with the Nets, I apologize. Um, if only. To, uh, to stay with Kyrie and Ben Simmons and Steve Nash and uh, the, the GM there. And that they've got a kind of tumultuous situation, at least when it comes to front office and management with Kevin Durant. But what are your thoughts on that, uh, Kevin Durant staying? Um, I mean, I don't know. I don't make anything of it either way. I feel like they just were like, hey, we're just not going to trade you. So do you want to play basketball? Or you don't want to play basketball? I don't think the whole coach and GM thing is going to be a problem because if you're Kevin Durant, you just go, yeah, I said that so they would trade me because I wanted to be traded. Like, I don't hate you, but I wanted to be out of here. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? A means to an end, if you will. Bob. It's such an awkward situation, honestly. And <clears throat> at the end of the day, Kevin Durant does want to play basketball. Um, uh, clearly, Joe Sy, he took one side of the puzzle. You know, nice what I mean? and, uh, <laughs> side, side with a T, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and um, you know, he put all of his all of his cards on uh, <laughs> on the GM and coach, and uh, it paid off big time. Because hey, they're keeping KD, and uh, I, I, we saw this coming a mile away. I think. But uh, at the end of the day, they weren't going to trade him. They weren't going to get anything substantial in right. their mind. Right. And, uh, yeah, I mean, KD just kind of has to walk into <laughs> team practice with his uh, tail tucked between his legs, you know what I mean, and just be like, all right, you know, I'm here. Let's do it. Okay. Justin, you had something? I'm just having this thought. Did Danny Ainge kind of <laughs> screw the Nets one more time by – getting so much for Rudy Gobert that they were never going to get a trade package for Kevin Durant that they wanted. So now they have to have a disgruntled superstar with a disgruntled head coach and a disgruntled GM and Danny Ainge is in Utah just going like, <laughs> yeah, classic. The, the yeah, Gobert trade screwed up a lot uh, for that. 
Yeah. Uh, the whole trade market, the definitely. whole, the old, all the Kevin Durant thing. Uh, Trey, thoughts on KD staying in Brooklyn? Yeah, I think it's definitely an awkward situation. Like Bob said, uh, KD was definitely, you know, he called the GM out, he called the coach out, and now he has to come back and play. So it's definitely an awkward situation. Um, I think that he, they both thought the market was going to be a little different, and then you know that trade happened with Minnesota, and I just, you know, it, it didn't work out in his favor. So now he has to show up and. Kind of hopefully they ball out and Kyrie and him both show up and because if the if they do show up the net they have the best big three and the one of the best big three in the NBA with Ben Simmons Kyrie and Kevin Durant so yeah. hopefully they they work it out and I, I I'm excited for it but. Like Bob said, it's going to be an awkward situation. So For sure. The, just real quick, uh, expectations for the Nets next year now that KD is staying in Brooklyn, Justin. Uh, obviously, we assume health. Um, it's going to be – it's between them and the Bucks for sure. Wow. Okay. Hmm. Bob? Um, I didn't go that direction. I think it's still – cohesion is necessary. They need that time. And, uh, yeah, watch them end up being a fifth or sixth seed in the East. Trey? Expectation for the Bucks. If we're talking, Nets, sorry. If, if if they all show up and they're all thinking basketball, not you know, not this funny bunny business that they have going on. Funny they all, bunny yeah, business. if they all come up and they're ready <laughs> to play, fair then, enough. Uh, I have them going to the finals. Wow. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, they had they don't have the chemistry, but you know that caliber caliber of team and players. I think if they mesh and you know, I think they they show up. Okay. Second round five game loss to the Bucks for me. I don't think it makes a difference. If the Bucks are healthy, I don't think a team in the league can beat them. Um, cool. Good job. Mm-hmm. So, so far, 200 points if you get all of them. 200 points potentially for you. Okay, uh, question two now. Who is Jalen Rose talking about in this clip? But he's a terrific defender when he's in the game. A rebounder, a shot blocker, can guard players on the perimeter. And so you bring in a veteran stabilizer that's going to compete defensively. Who is Jalen Rose talking about in that clip there, Rob? Um, <clears throat> gosh. All right, so veteran defender. It definitely made me think, all right, Patrick Beverly. However, the rebounds and blocks do not add up to that. So I kind of shy away from that. And it has to be someone who definitely was traded recently or who's kind of been in the – uh, zeitgeist of all things NBA recently, and yeah. uh, I don't know any vet defenders on the move like that, Justin. Well, uh, Patrick Beverly um, famously, I believe, had the, had the block on LeBron when he was going from behind. Um, what block? There was a, it was a random block that uh, that Skip Bayless loves to do. I clips. Say, I haven't seen oh, this. Yeah. yeah, I don't know what you're talking um, about. But he also, he's a defender. He's a perimeter defender. Famous. I also, I mean, that's his only claim to fame. Uh, besides jumping on a table. Um, but. Kern Westbrook. Yeah. I will say this. I mean, it's either him or it's Ben Simmons returning to the lineup. Somebody who can guard on the perimeter. Somebody who can rebound. Um, but. Ben Simmons hasn't even moved, so they're either talking about Ben Simmons coming back from injury or Patrick Beverly. That's been the only ones. I would lean more towards Patrick Beverly. I just go back to the veteran thing. You know what I mean? And that's I mean, kinda... Ben Simmons has been around for yeah, three time All Star. Yeah, like he's been around the league. He's not like he's not a rookie. Two time All Star. Trey, would you look up how uh, many All Star appearances? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's either it, it's either one. I, I think I don't think it's anybody else. Okay. Oh. Ooh. No, see, because Gal- who are, who are Gallinari isn't. Is I thought uh, that too, but 
know. I don't know Gallinari to be a huge defender. Can we hear it one more time, please? You can hear it one more time. But he's a terrific defender when he's in the game. A rebounder, a shot blocker, can guard players on the perimeter. And so you bring in a veteran stabilizer that's going to compete defensively. Hmm. You bring in in a a veteran. I kind of now lean Ben. Ben? Yeah. And, and by the way, he's a three-time All-Star. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. You know what? All right. I mean, we can go with Ben Simmons, and we're probably going to be wrong. Now, here's my question before we do that. And maybe I misunderstood. Do you receive all the points we have gotten, or do we just not get any points? That's uh, my question. Because hmm. that wasn't clear. It just says we don't receive them, not you receive them if we get corrections right. Well, if you're right, no, 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 no. We would, we would then get all the points. That's not, that's not how it was portrayed yeah yeah yeah. it was just we don't get all of the questions correctly to receive any of those points yes but Mm -hmm. it was it didn't say well as always we get the points if you get it wrong if we get it wrong but if we get it right you don't get the points yeah but except for today you get a have to get them all right to receive any of them i know but then nobody receives points if we get this one wrong that's okay so then we'll get we'll get whichever ones you get wrong yeah exactly and everything else gotcha so locking in ben simmons (laughs) sure wow ben simmons it's pat beverly to the lakers (laughs) I told you. You were like, rebounds, blocks, no. He's talking about Patrick Beverly and what the Lakers saw in him that made them trade for the 34-year-old guard. Pat Bev trick, y'all. But he is in L.A. now. So Nick Wright came out with a theory that uh, 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 Patrick Beverly has known about this trade for weeks uh, because when the Christmas Day or the first Clippers-Lakers game was announced, Patrick Beverly quote tweeted that with the prayer hands emoji weeks before he was traded to LA, which wouldn't really make sense. He was at the time on the jazz and like what he wants to see that game or he wants to know he knew he was going there. It was just a matter of time waiting for the dominoes to fall um, and waiting for that trade to go through. So that's what I think happened. Uh, Thoughts on the Lakers scooping up Pat Bev. I like it. Um, I like it because it, to me it signals that they're going to trade Russell Westbrook. They just have to do the pull the trigger. Somebody on uh, on Sirius today said it. The only reason we're not seeing too many more NBA like stuff happen right now, we're in a little bit of a dead zone because everybody's on vacation, mm-hmm. which would kind of make sense that mm. everybody does family vacation things. So like, oh, we'll just get to that when we come back. It's fine. So that's what I think. Uh, I think he's a good addition because he just he's going to know his role. You know, Justin is done speaking now. It's Bob's turn. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, when I first saw this, I was a little uh, taken aback. Um, definitely kind of caught me by surprise. Uh, by the way, would we see any sort of sanctions or punishments if it all came out that he knew he would be traded before? Uh, I think trades are a little different. I don't okay. think trades tampering because they can yeah. com- you can communicate with agents and stuff. And this is also yeah, during the moratorium like, period. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's afterward. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, Trey, what do you think about this uh, Pat Bev signing for the I'm Lakers? Hap- I'm happy with it. Um, I Patrick Beverly's a dog. Russell Westbrook is a dog too. Um, I just feel like him with he's always said he wanted to. I've heard him say that he wanted to play with LeBron. Yeah, and uh, I think that they pair together. He kind of is that guy that will speak up to LeBron if he's you know if he's being lackadaisical or you know not playing not in the position where he needs to be. Uh, I feel Pat will just. I mean, he'll speak up to anybody. Um, the only thing is, I do. I feel they brought him in. Uh, because they're going to trade Russell, like mm-hmm. what Justin said, um, they don't get along. I, don't, I feel like, you know, they've been button heads for years. I feel like they, you know, that's not going to be a good chemistry in the locker room. Mm-hmm. So, definitely feel like uh, they got him to 
to ship off for us. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. a good it's a good addition. I mean, veteran presence, uh, passionate at least, if nothing else. Uh, but I still do think Pat Bev trick y'all, like what Russ said. I know I know how the tables have turned. Wow, uh, that the Lakers are moving Russell Westbrook most likely to get Patrick Beverly. Uh, you know, not one for one, but they 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 mm-hmm. opted in for Pat Bev. Hopefully, um, the Indiana. Hopefully they get Miles Turner and yeah. So we'll we'll see what happens here. Uh, okay, all right. Uh, on to question three. Uh, so good job. Thanks for those ones. Uh, who is ESPN Stefania Bell talking about in this clip? So surgical repair is what will happen, and then it's a lengthy recovery. You know, it can be four to six months to get all the way back from it. But the good news is, once it's repaired and once you get reconditioned and readapt to the sport, you should be fine going forward. Who is Stefania Bell talking about in that clip? Well, I think the most recent injury news um, about the uncooked spaghetti noodle that is Chet Holmgren <laughs> is the first thing that comes Bruh. to mind. <laughs> Damn, son. Yeah? I mean, it's either that one. I I mean, he's going to be fine. He's probably not going to be fine. But yeah, Or it's, it's, it's Danilo. It's foot, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the foot injuries, I mean, you see what happens with Steph, what happens with uh, KD, stuff like that. Like, mm-hmm. those are very difficult injuries to really work through and power through. Yeah, especially when you're 19 feet tall and already awkwardly walking. Um, couldn't punch your way out of a wet paper bag. Yeah. Yeah. No. So I, I'm okay with Chet. It's either Chet or Gallinari, but Gallinari doesn't really move the needle as much. I think they'd be talking about the young Chet Holmgren mm-hmm. coming back from injury, hopefully. Chet? Yeah. Okay. Let's see. The breaking news from the NBA is not good. It's bad news out of Oklahoma City. Thunder rookie Chet Holmgren will miss the entire upcoming season because of a Liz Frank injury to his right foot. Yep. That is correct. Uh, she is talking about number two overall pick Chet Holmgren and what we should expect in terms of his recovery timetable uh, and if this could be a lingering issue. Now, Justin, you kind of mentioned this quickly, but uh, Bob, how does this injury make you feel about Chet's future? I've never been... I've never been a big Chet guy. Mm. I've mentioned this before, and that's just kind of where I stand. Giddy's great, you know, but in the end, Chet, he just seems... It, it, it's too much length without enough sustenance, and I know I've mentioned before, give it like five seasons, you know, watch mm. him bulk up over a summer, and then they test him for HGH or something like that. <laughs> like, that's what they're going to do. Like, Man. he's going to just get huge out of nowhere more than likely, but... um yeah, I don't know, man. And so when it comes to pro-am games, I want to talk about that too. It's like, what are the actual risks for pro-am games? Sure. And why do so many players play in them if the reality is this could happen to you and end your season before it even starts? Why? Yeah, I mean, there's kind of the argument of getting reps in at any point, and, you know, whether it's in a private run. I mean, Derek, uh, DeMarcus Cousins tore his ACL a few years back mm-hmm. in practice with one dude. I mean, he was do- he was running like shooting drills alone with his shooting coach and towards ACL getting a rebound or something. So it can happen at any point getting runs for a young guy against other pros. That isn't, that isn't, uh, it doesn't have any, uh, consequences to the game. I think it makes sense, but yeah, then something like this happens and you go, how are you letting this guy play in these games? So yeah, the NFL reduced their number of preseason games because of that exact reason. Should the NBA look yeah. into potentially, rest- you know, is restricting a certain amount of games that can be played in a pro-am situation or, Stuff like that. I mean, would that create problems? Yeah. Would that arise private practices and games? And I think that would ultimately come down to a collective bargaining agreement and the team, team by team basis of yeah. putting in your contract. You're not playing in, in in unsanctioned NBA games outside of like pickup runs or something. But then 
then the argument goes down to what defines a pickup run, what's a pro M gate, like what you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's too much to get into. Uh Trey, what do you think about Chet's future now? Chet, um, uh, I I'm not too worried about Chet. It was a freak injury. That could have happened to anybody. It has nothing to do with his size. Mm. I know. Bob calls him the uncooked spaghetti noodle. <laughs> um that that's get a foot <laughs> a foot injury of that sort and how it happened, uh it just, you know, it's a freak accident. I um I do see Chet where was I going with this? I do see Chet um, coming back and doing well. Because um, you've been a Chet guy. I have been a Chet guy. You thought Chet was the um, truth. Yeah. I, I still think he's the truth. You know, seven-foot guy that can shoot the ball. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I lost my train no, of thought. But, yeah, I think, I think he'll be okay. And, uh, yeah. So, 2024 Chet Holmgren, rookie of the year. You heard it here first. Definitely mm-hmm. not. Definitely, uh, uh, because he's yeah. he's gonna, oh, yeah, he's going to join back. Ben yeah. Simmons yeah. and Blake Griffin as uh, two players, two top five picks in the last uh, fifteen years who missed their entire rookie season and came back and won the rookie of the year. Um, Big guys don't come yeah. back from feet, yo. Well, like, just, jo- like Joel Embiid and Blake Griffin, Roy Hibbert. Yeah, Blake Griffin had a lower career than we thought he was going to have. Joel Embiid is huge. Right, he's a physically strong person. Everybody, so wouldn't it be harder for him to come back from an no, injury like that? More, more, more be, weight to deal with. No, more muscle to deal with it. Better recovery. Yeah, so like it's it's vastly different to me. Like Chet Holmgren, I was like, oh, he's like Kevin Durant. He's small. He doesn't have lateral quickness. He has lateral quickness for a center, but not guard lateral quickness like Kevin Durant has. I mean, like, to me, it's it's yeah. It, it, yeah. But I was gonna note something about the pro game games as well, like playing on the off season. I get because if. If we don't see a player playing, we're we're calling him out about you know not being ready. Like he's mm-hmm. not he's not ready to when when the time comes he's not going to be ready. And then when he's out there and he gets hurt, we're like, why did we play that guy? So it's sure. like we're always going to have something to say about that. Um, he we the young guys have to be ready. You know, yeah. we we have to see we and as fans we want to see him out there. Sure. Yeah. So also all the pro am games are NBA sanctioned. Hmm. So yeah, I, I actually. I did see that. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, uh, 200 more points for you guys. Oh, no. 200 points. Who? This pains me to say, but who is Bill Simmons talking about in this clip? Mm, This one right here. I think he's out of the league. And I, I don't say that. I'm not saying that in like the Skip Bayless way. I just think like he's the rare kind of guy where if you're, if you're a tanking team or lottery team, why would you bring him in? He's all he's going to do is is try to play forty minutes a game and put up stats and make you more competitive. Who is Bill Simmons talking about in that clip? There, I would assume he's talking about somebody we've already talked about a couple times on the show, which is Russell Westbrook. Hmm. Uh, why would you want Russell Westbrook on a team and not just pay for him? And then if you just buy him out and he's a free agent, what team is really signing Russell Westbrook at this point in time? Uh, given what you want to do, like if you're a contender, does Russell Westbrook really help you as a contender? We don't know that. We don't really see that so far. And if you're a tanking team, like you said, he wants to go play and go do it. He, when he puts up big stats, actually kind of makes you win more games than you'd want. Not that he's going to make you a playoff team, but he's going to, you want to be at the bottom if you're going to tank. So why would you bring him in? Yeah, that definitely crossed my mind too with Russell Westbrook. Um, I'm actually in the camp where I don't think the Lakers are going to trade for Russell. Trade him away? Yeah, I don't think so. Okay. I mean, you have two. Like Trey mentioned, dogs, you know, in the locker room. 
one of them is going to start and the other one obviously is going to be left on the porch. You know what I mean? Like you're going to have two big dogs there. And, uh, I don't know. Bill Simmons loves to talk about two things, the Celtics and his hate for the Lakers. So of course he's going to mention the Lakers. So that's why Russell Westbrook makes sense to me. Russell. Yeah. Let's see on the Indiana thing. Um, if that trade did happen, you asked like what happens to Westbrook? Yep. That is correct. Uh, yeah, he's talking about Russell, Russell Westbrook and uh, what he expects uh, happens to him if he gets traded. And I really, unfortunately, as much as this pains me to say, agree with him. I don't know that I, he'll find yeah. a deal somewhere, <laughs> but I don't know what the fit is. I don't know who wants Russ anymore. <laughs> For real. They've got the, the Lakers. I said this last week. The Lakers are going to have to package those two first round picks in 2027 and 2029 along with Russell Westbrook mm-hmm. to get Buddy Heald and uh, Miles Turner. Miles Turner's were the first round pick on his own. Yeah. Buddy Heald is up there. He's probably worth one on his own, too. They're both incredible role pieces that would make the Lakers instant contenders again mm-hmm. with the addition of Patrick Beverly, LeBron James. And, and Heald. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. No, I mean, Heald has always kind of, I think he's right there on, like, the strat. Like, he's about to burst through. Like, it's, it, it just seems. He's it's been around for a his, long time. It's almost his time, I think. And yeah. if it's next year, the year after that. He's been on the Kings, though. Like, yeah. Right. Kings yeah. And yeah, yeah. He just hasn't been on team. The, he played for the Pelicans, too, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, he did. So, and LeBron always makes his teammates better. And he's really good with with big centers, with big guys, pick and roll guys, defenders. Jeez, the de- the de- the defense, the, the low post defense that Miles Turner and Anthony Davis would provide. I yeah yeah, that's going to be crazy if that happens. So uh, I hope that trade goes through, but Me I don't too. know if it will. Um, okay, well I, I'm I'm kind of loose on the score now. I don't really know what's going on, but uh, okay, who is speaking in this clip? And. <laughs> Who is this person talking about? I wish he could stay this age forever, but he is growing up extremely fast. Um, and he is a brand. Like, who is speaking in that clip? And who is this person talking about? I, I'm not. Wow. I, I have no idea. He's a brand. So it's someone up and coming. I think, obviously, someone very young. That, ooh, that kind of sounded. Like uh, Flash talking about his own son. Hmm. Zaire? Yeah, because I assume it's going to be a, a an ex-player talking about their child about to play. Right? Mm-hmm. And, and it wasn't LeBron. And it was not LeBron. But I would, I would love to hear it one more time. Let's hear it one more time. I wish he could stay this age forever, but he is growing up extremely fast. Um, and he is a brand. Like, Hmm. Mm, maybe Ooh. it also kind of sounds like Scotty Pippen. Oh no, Scotty's deeper voice. Yeah, Scotty's more yeah. like, like he's like odd po- odd. yeah, Scotty. I don't want to. <laughs> <do it. laughs> I was gonna try the Scotty. All right, Pippen I'll I'll I'll, like <laughs> I'll and listen. I'll defer to you since we can't get any points anyway. Um, the other kind of father son person I think of is Jason Tatum and Deuce, but obviously Deuce is a child but it's one of those things where like hey if you're a father like yeah you want your kid to stay that age forever like that's the only other argument but i like d wade and zaire okay d wade i like it let's see who is speaking first the man himself jason tatum (laughs) and let's see who he was talking about speaking of young jasons i know that you call deuce you're me no 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 oh 
Oh man, you said, it. you said it. You said it. Okay, so then what how many points do oh, we finish with? God. I've got you guys at four hundred points. Okay, so we got both two hundreds for that one, right? Oh then sorry, then six hundred points. Okay. All right, nice. good. So six hundred. Uh, yeah, it's Jason Tatum talking it. about his son Deuce and his growing celebrity, and how uh, he's like, "Man, am I going to have to, you know, uh, send a bodyguard to school or you know, security mm-hmm. to security to school and all this and that?" Because he is becoming a celebrity, and he goes, "Well, none of them." And he, this is kind of funny. He says, "Deuce didn't ask for this," and I'm like. You did it to him. <laughs> it's actually your fault. You, you did it. You asked for this. And he's there. Oh, anyways. All right, everybody. That was... What, what did he say? Oh. Bang! Bang! Yes, 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 yes. What did he say indeed? That's what he said. He said that he wished Deuce didn't get old. I don't know. Uh, okay, so... Uh, what a weird name. Huh? Deuce. Deuce, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll leave it there. I'm a little lost, but fair enough. Uh, okay, everybody. I've been saying this the past few weeks. It is the off season, and with the off season, we have to get creative. So, with that, I am thrilled to introduce to you a brand new game called Bozo or Bucket. Yeah, it's a new game. You know we play games. Ugh. We do uh, another one. <laughs> another one. God did. All right. Uh, <laughs> here's how this one works. I will give you facts and stats of two players. Uh, you, you're not playing cooperatively this time. It is head to head. So you'll take turns. You go individually. Uh, I will each. I will give one of you um, one real player that you probably haven't heard of, and a fictional player that I made up. It will be your job to tell me which of the two players is real, a bucket, and which of those players is made up. A bozo. Each correct guess is worth 50 points. Is that clear? Do you guys get get the game? Yes. Okay. It's called <laughs> yeah. Bozo or uh-huh. Bucket. That's great. Uh, think of a number between one and a thousand. Justin. 493. 492. 701. 493 wins. <laughs> Justin, would you like to go first? I'll go first. Let's give it a shot. All right. Let's see. How about we play this sound? Cool. Well, this one. It always wants to quit. I don't know what's going on. There it is. Mm. Okay. All right. Option A, is this person a bozo or a bucket? Uh, Mike Wilkes is a 5'10 point guard who went undrafted in 2001 out of Rice College. He played for 10 teams in his 10-year career and averaged 2.5 points while in the NBA. I have a question. Yes. So is this like, oh, Mike Wilkes was a real person, but he was a shooting guard, not a point guard. No, these are all facts. Okay. Yeah. Then I'm going to go with a bucket. Nope. You need to hear the second player Sorry. <laughs> I thought it was the other way. Okay. No. Josh Turner is a 6'3 shooting guard who also went undrafted in 2001 out of North Carolina. He played for three teams in his four-year career and averaged 1.8 points while in the NBA. Hey, Justin. Mm-hmm. Bozo or bucket? I've changed my mind. Mike Wilkes is a bozo. Turner's a bucket. Final answer? Final answer. Nope. That is incorrect. Mike Wilkes is a 5'10 point guard who went undrafted in 2001 out of Rice College. He played for 10 teams in his 10-year career and averaged 2.5 points while in the NBA. And I just made up Josh Turner. 10 years, 10 teams? Yeah. That's what (laughs) What? I was like. "Mm." He's jumping around like crazy. That's insane. Like a jumping jack. All right, Bob, you're up now. Option A. 
Dwayne Morris is a six foot eight power forward who was drafted 37th overall to Portland in the 1996 draft. He played just two seasons in the league and finished his time in the NBA with more DNPs than total points. Oof. Or B, Adrian Caldwell, who is a six foot eight center who went undrafted in 1989. He played for five teams in the league and averaged two points per game in his career, which is one more point than games played in his final season in the league. So Dwayne Morris or Adrian Caldwell, hey, Bob, Bozo or Bucket? <laughs> um, I'm going to have to go with Dwayne was the first one. Dwayne Morris or Adrian Caldwell. Who's a Bozo? Who's a Bucket? Dwayne was the bucket. Adrian was the bozo. That is incorrect. No, Dwayne Morris uh, made him up. Adrian Caldwell actually was a six foot eight center who was uh, went undrafted in 1989, played for five teams in the league, and averaged two points per game in the, his career, uh, in which uh, he had one more points than uh, you know what I'm saying. So I made yeah. up Dwayne Morris. Rats. Rats. <laughs> Rats. <laughs> uh, okay. Ready, Justin? I guess. Okay. <laughs> you can tell this is kind of just a guessing game. <laughs> I do sprinkle in a little things in there, I think. Anyways, I did when I made this, which I was delirious when I did so. Okay. Uh, option A is Mikey Moore, and I want you to know that his name is spelled M-I-K-K-I, Mikey Moore, who is a six foot eleven center out of Nebraska who played for 13 teams in his 13 seasons in the league, <laughs> and he averaged three rebounds per per game for his career. Or Stanley Stevens, who I want you to know, name is spelled S-T-A-Y-N-L-E-E, kind of like Stanley. Stevens is a six foot six small forward out of UNLV who played for eight teams in his seven year career. He averaged 1.1 rebounds per game in his career. So, Mikey Moore or Stanley Stevens? Mikey Moore is the bozo. Stanley Stevens is the bucket. Final answer? Yeah. That is... Nope. Nope, that's oh wrong. Oh, my God. <laughs> yes, You yes. went for the alliterations, too. I like that. Yeah, hey, you know, uh, Mikey Moore is real. Yeah, he was a 6'11 center out of Nebraska who played for 13 teams in 13 seasons. Shout out to Nebraska. Good for you guys. Shout out to Mikey Moore for sure. Yeah. Uh, okay, Bob, last one. Your options are A, Jamar the Slingshot Cooper, who is a five foot eleven point guard who was undrafted out of Moorhead State College in 2004. He won two titles in the NBA and played for a total of four teams in his nine-year career. Or Charlie Flintstone Bell who is a six foot three shooting guard who went undrafted out of Michigan state in 2001. He averaged 1.7 points per game in his career and played for four teams in the NBA. Jamar, the slingshot or Charlie Flintstone. <laughs> oh man. I love a good Moorhead state shout out mm. and the slingshot. It's a great. Nickname. Great nickname, but he's the bozo. Jamar, the slingshot is a bozo. Final answer? Final answer. That is... Yep. We got one! No. Oh, Let's go! Oh, man! <laughs> About time. Yeah. What gave it away? Um, it just seemed like 
Morehead State. It was so specific. Five eleven slingshot. Like I don't know. There were way. Too <laughs> That's many. how all of them were. There, there okay. were uh, to me. There were context clues. Yeah, uh, yeah, to, to see it, which you will. Oh, oh boy. Man. Okay. Cool. Well, good job. That was uh, how that many? Was, how many points is that worth? So, so he got 50, fifty points, and we points. each got one hundred and fifty. Wait, what? You got. Bob got one. This Bob got fifty. Game. This wasn't an us versus you game. Yeah, yeah, we plotted it. We made it. <laughs> Let them ha- give the baby their ball. It's fine. <laughs> it's not a. It's not a. It's not up for debate. Wait, how about give them the points? <laughs> we get one hundred and fifty. You can be upset if you want. Look around. Go ahead. What is? What, what is happening? <laughs> what is? What are you talking about? Where am I? I'm Where sorry. I I, I realize it? now that I did not say that before, but that is the way it is because I, you, I'm trying to outwit you. We are trying to outsmart you, and we got you. Like, I don't like think that's outsmarting. That's lying what? by omission. What? And then coming back in with the foul swoop. No, the game. Do you want to... Meaning like the design of the game. Yeah, what I'm saying is... Should we form we a entered, coup? We entered into that game under false pretenses. You know okay, what but you, we what saw, would have we changed? We signed a contract with that Would you guys have verbal, gotten different? Mutiny. Would you guys have done a better? Verbal, we had a verbal arrangement with the game master on that <laughs> game. He then tried to change it on us. Judge Judy would rule in our favor. Wow. For nope. sure. Nope, 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 nope. All right, fine. We don't need the points. No, 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 no. You're going to throw a fit? Nope. About 150 points. I know that's important to you. You need a lot of them. That's just because you need as many as you can get. I don't need them. Up here in the up here in the 5,000s, I don't smell 150 points. Can I get one of these, Michael? You need those, yep. You guys didn't see he's, that off camera, but he's beating you right now. Why would you? Because points, <laughs> points are points. And now that we have <laughs> those points, you're probably wondering what we're going to do with them. And to you, I say we gamble them away. And props to you. Well, after that shady, shady time we had together, boo, <laughs> boo this man, <laughs> booze this man, booze this man. Um. Well, we have all these points, and we are going to bet them away. I. I'm sticking with last week's prediction. Prediction? Prediction. Road to prediction. Prediction of the storm sweeping the aces all the way going to the finals. I'm going to put all my points on all 26.90 on that. Now, Trey, you've chosen the sun over the sky, and you have a big 3,150 Points. Put them all on there. All on there. Wow. Three thousand one hundred and fifty. Big now, ballers. Bob, harder go home. You are in second place. So you what? Get to tell me how many points you want to put on the sky over the sun. Wow, he really did take the lead on those on those games. Huh? <laughs> He's only got one hundred and thirty points on you. Yeah. Well, I. By the way, it's hilarious that the sky versus the sun. I don't know. That's just funny to me. <laughs> 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 Who will win? Uh, Typically, it's the sun. (laughs) Typically, the sun is winning. (laughs) Um, The the expansion team is the ozone. (laughs) The clouds. Uh, The Connecticut clouds. (laughs) Kidding. How about uh, we give them a... Yo, Candace is going to go off. Okay. 3,000. 3,000. How many do I have on him? You've got 130 on him. Um, He's gonna do three thousand. Mm-hmm. Wow! Um, it is the last opportunity of the month. It is. And the Aces only lost Game One by three points after mm-hmm. a strong second half comeback. I don't think they're gonna let that happen yeah, again. Came storming back. Storm. Yeah, exactly. They did. Yeah. God, the they storm, played against the, the sky, sky, the sun. Uh, the I moon. am. I am going to. Uh, <laughs> 
Man, it's tough. I had to do it to you. Give me. Because if he wins, he wins. Unless you, you know. All right, give me, give me three. Three. Give me three thousand points on it. I want it to be known. I don't want to be last, is all. Right now, but (laughs) you very well could be. If you ain't first, you're last. Because if you lose, that means I win. Oh God! And if he loses, that means Trey wins. Wow, the month? Oh, wow. Oh, we got some bets here. Oh, that's what this I'm saying. Spicy. Wow, this that's is where spicy. we're at right now. We could flip the whole thing, Trey. Oh, yeah, we're flipping it. Awesome. Yes, we were enemies a second ago. We're friends now. That, um, that is very it's fun. Good. It's good. That's time. very exciting. Now, if you listening or watching at home want to keep track of all of our game picks as well as chat with us, ask us questions, or just give us game ideas, hit the link in the description of this episode to join our chalkboard group chat. It is a fun and free way to support the show, so we hope you do that. And one more time before we get out of here, uh, Go to yaybasketball.com. Grab a t-shirt. Grab a hoodie. Grab a mug. Ah. Ooh. Look at the mugs. Look at these mugs we've got. Ah. Pretty. Or grab a phone case. Ooh. Ooh. Look at that. Pretty phone case. And also high quality. Like it's got the thing that comes in. Anyways. Uh, so go to yaybasketball.com and grab your merch. Available for one week only. So if you're listening to this past... You got like one week from right now. Okay, so go buy it, please. Thank you. Uh, thank you so much for listening, everybody. As always, be sure to like, subscribe, rate five stars, shares with, share with friends, and follow us at yay underscore basketball on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram. Add me on the group. Just a reminder, we are recording live from the A studio. Do it live! I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live! Bob. People? It's that time of the year, ladies and gentlemen. Um, Christmas? <laughs> if only. <laughs> Big Christmas fan? What, what, what time yes. of the year is it, Bob? It's, it's August. Yep. You know what I mean? So just go out there. Go touch the grass. Go look oh, up at the yeah. sky. Yes. Go look up at the sky. The sun. Touch the grass. Appreciate the storm. That's right. And uh, yeah. Touch Good the, day. Touch the grass. Do it, guys. Do it. Touch the grass. Kill him. <laughs> oh, my God. Justin, what do you got for the people? <laughs> guys, here we are. Here we are. I called the storm last week. We're calling the storm again this week. Do you know why? Nope. Was that? We're calling the storm? Nope. Because they've got four ladies on this team that went to the greatest college for women's basketball in the history. They all went to Connecticut. They're oh, champions. Wow. They already know how to be champions, and they will be champions once again. We in Minnesota now. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Rooting for you, Trey. One day closer to NBA season. Just Woo. reminding you guys, the John Morant's winning the MVP this year. So, okay, just want you know, just get get ready for that. Uh, yeah, I love it. I, I hope that comes true. That'd yeah. be awesome. It's happening, guys. I just had to remind you. I know I've said it a couple episodes. Ago. I am so tired, <laughs> Michael. Anything from you, Michael? <laughs> Go out and touch the grass. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god okay everybody thank you so much for listening I'm going to try to take a nap <laughs> we love you don't forget don't once ever never yay basketball buy a shirt <laughs>